Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand. Glory to God forever and ever. To Jesus be all the praise and glory. Amen. The Lord God Almighty, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. Amen. Father God, Jesus, we thank You for everything. Holy Spirit, we welcome You to this time and acknowledge that You are God. Jesus, thanks for giving us eternal life. I bless those listening and I, I believe with them that you'll reveal your glory to them today and that they'll receive the portion of you that you have for them. In the name of Jesus, send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields in the Far East, hundreds of millions of people, through every means possible. Raise up men and women and even children with the anointing in the wonderful name of Jesus. The beginning of this message has a portion of Revelation chapter 1, a description of Jesus Christ. He's the Lord God Almighty. Amen. He's, and the Holy Spirit is God. He is Jesus Christ. If someone is saved, they have God Almighty within in them, within them, all around them. Amen. Today, I want to emphasize, celebrate Jesus. I know that this series, The Mystery of God, can be pretty serious, and I tend to be serious, but He offers a celebration. That's, that's the theme of this short message. Have a blast with Jesus Christ. Have, um, if someone belongs to Jesus, again, they have God Almighty. That, and, and so, there's unlimited potential and He offers even to fellowship. That's, that's a glorious revelation. How does someone receive all these wonderful things? It's, it's when they have that relationship with Him in the secret place. It's just between them and God. And that's how someone receives everything from salvation and, and all the, the famous Scripture, the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. There's unlimited potential. No one ever receives all 
that he has for them, right? Because it's, um, let me put it this way. Jesus said, give us today our daily bread. There's only a certain amount that we can handle every day. He's so glorious and wonderful. Literally, the living water he offers is like all the waters of the oceans of the earth multiplied times infinity. And for all eternity, someone who makes it to heaven will experience him in what Jesus called eternal life. Just knowing him, the only true God, the the great and awesome God, Jehovah, and He's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All three are one. Again, all of these things, how can someone receive them? It's when they go directly to Him. And let's look at salvation as an example. Salvation is a face-to-face encounter with the living Jesus Christ. Amen. Nothing else. Not even the Bible. Not even nothing else. And, and that's why I've been emphasizing, and I don't want to focus on it too much, but I've been emphasizing um, finding God Almighty, getting saved, and and everything that He offers is the same for every person in the world. No matter who they are, where they are, no matter their status, whether they've heard the gospel or not, whether they're rich or poor, educated, uneducated, isn't isn't that wonderful that that's how God, He's made it so simple. Whether Whether or not they've heard about heaven or hell or not, it's... He has made Himself clear, obvious, and apparent to every person. And, that's Romans 1.20, and He's made it simple. Simple. I mean, it's so glorious. No, There's no... You know, it, life is hard, right? Doing things can often be hard. Uh, like getting jobs, and, and we as humans are conditioned where we have to perform. Right, we have to be good enough. Even relationships are can be very challenging because we have to just, you know, always work at relationships, and we have to, you know, we do one wrong thing, and and it's going to potentially cause damage in the relationship. Well, but uh, the job thing is a good example. We have to apply, right? We have to apply be good enough, have the right resume, everything, we, you know, it's just so, well, God has made it simple to know Him. The greatest thing in the universe, knowing Him, having eternal life, He's made it simple. Just go directly to Him and humble ourselves before Him. You know, repent, humble ourselves, acknowledge that we are sinners. Um, amen. He's made it. That's so glorious. 
it's another revelation of, of Him, His love, His nature. We could never do enough good works, right? He calls us to actually lose our old nature and die, and that's how we can experience His presence and glory. I, I have been, as I mentioned yesterday, and I've been trying to explain the unexplainable. Um, here's an example. What if someone does, never hears or knows that God offers to fellowship with them and that He's glorious and wonderful beyond description and that His presence and glory is everything a person dreams of. Offers, he offers complete fulfillment, total satisfaction, and it's what fellowship with Him is what humans were born to do. What if someone never hears that? And, and I go back to salvation and knowing Him. It's the same for, for every person, whether they've heard those truths or not. Whether they've heard about heaven and hell or not. And, and I mentioned this several days ago. Today we know that 30% of people, we're in the modern world, right? The gospel is very prevalent. Most people on the earth probably have heard the gospel. What is that gospel? Jesus Christ. They've heard about Him. And and yet only 30% of people are in the category of Catholic Christian. It could be that if we went back 5,000 years ago or let's say a thousand years ago, it could be that if we were able to do a survey like they can do today, it might be that 30% of people were saved back then who who'd never heard the gospel, who never had access to all these wonderful you know, things that we have access to. We have the Bible. We have these great teachers. We have... The book of Revelation, right there, a description of Jesus Christ, so wonderful. And he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He who opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, sup with him, and he with me. That's fellowship. And yet it could be that 30% of people back then were saved. And... So even if someone never hears these things, it's going, you know, it's having that um, hunger for God and somebody who is persistent. It does take persistence. And I mentioned, you know, repent, humble ourselves, persist, and they'll find the answer. God's given a long given every person that longing in their heart. He's put eternity in, in every person's heart. Everyone has a longing for something more. Everyone on the earth, including unbelievers, has, if they're alive, spiritual, intangible things are, are keeping them alive, actually. 
They have hope. They have love, faith, hope, and much, much more if they're alive because they are, there's something intangible keeping them alive. For a lot of people, it's the pursuit of happiness. You know, they want to enjoy, be happy, find fulfillment, and so forth. And they're like that because God made them in His image and likeness. And so isn't that interesting? The famous um, scripture that Paul wrote, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Unbelievers have those also. Most, most of them. Most of them. Maybe some don't have love, but everyone has a measure of faith. Everyone, if they're again, if they're alive, they there's hope. <laughs> as as bad as their situation might be, there's hope for them. That the hope's keeping them alive, and that hope is a spiritual thing that God gives. Amen. I, I'm back to the celebration. I got away from that somewhat. But when someone finds His presence and glory, if they do, they'll realize the celebration. They'll realize how wonderful He is. And, and again, I go back to how even unbelievers generally, I would think they know how wonderful Jesus Christ is. Even a, a, a religion, I believe, believes he was a prophet and that he was this great person and great did all these great things and that but they just somehow several things keep keep people from you know actually finding him as lord and savior realizing that he's god but it i believe it is true he gets more and more wonderful as we as we get to know Him and the, the divine destination of every believer is fellowship with Him. To think that, again, He's God Almighty. More than, more than He's the Son of God, He's the Savior, much, much more, infinitely more. But He's God Almighty and He offers, like when we see His nature that He loves, saves, heals, gives, and blesses, and infinitely more. He serves. He sacrifices. He, he prays. He intercedes. On and on. He knocks on the door of every person's heart. He offers fellowship. What an incredible this is that's part of the mystery of God. And again, I know that's a serious subject, but but within that for us, when we find him, we, we he will reveal that it's a celebration. And there there's a big misconception that that it's dead religion and that we have to give up all these things. God has told, given all the Ten Commandments and all the commandments because He knows what's best for us. He made us. He made the human race. He made, you know, there's a, a great a man of God says when we find Jesus, He takes all those things that were our first love 
and puts them in the right place makes them better makes them like and I want to finish with this the greatest celebration is of the Lord Himself all that He is and His His the glorious splendor of His majesty the glory of the Lord it's very rare that someone experiences Him in that way but that's the greatest celebration. And, and that's the anointing. Every believer has the anointing in their spirit person. And it's, it's all about going into the four phases of knowing Him and losing our old nature. And then that anointing, it's really in their spirit person connects with the Holy Spirit who's everywhere on the earth and so glorious, so wonderful. That's a secret, really. It's hidden from the world that God, much of what I'm saying, including that that He actually does offer to fellowship. Do you realize that's what humans were born to do? It's a, it's a part of the mystery of God. It's beyond words, beyond explanation. Now, I, I uh, um, someone who, like me, someone who's in ministry or anyone can discuss it. Um, we can look at what Jesus revealed, his teachings about the four phases of knowing him, and and also, of course, in the the, the rest of the New Testament. But remember what Jesus said, the wind blows where it... This is a paraphrase, but He said the wind blows where it wishes. You can hear the sound of it, but you can't tell where it's coming from or where it's going. So is everyone who's born of the Spirit. So there's a mystery in that. You know, that basically He's saying, you know, the wind. You can hear it, but you, you can't tell where, it com- where it's com- coming from or where it's going or... That's one of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven is that someone, if they go directly to Him, if they they can experience that. And it's beyond explanation. Really, it's God who does it. Amen. Here's something fascinating. When someone gets saved, they made the decision, right? 100% their decision. At the same time, God, Jesus Christ, saves them. So it's 100% God saving them. So it's even, it's, and they've entered into this, what Jesus called the new covenant. A covenant is a partnership, a relationship. They have a partnership with God Almighty. And every step along the way, every phase, every glorious revelation, it's this partnership. It's not just someone. If someone goes and, and memorizes the whole Bible and learns everything, that's, that can be good. But the best thing, the greatest thing, 
is to have that relationship, that partnership. That's what humans were created to do. And really, it's God does it. Amen. It's like... Just a preview. In the coming days, I do want to give at least one message about heaven and hell. It's a very serious message. I don't want to, you know, focus on hell, but it, 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 I, I want to present it. But just something before that message I want to emphasize is, and, and I say this in humility and reverence, but what I mentioned earlier, those two things, that number one, God has made Himself so clear, obvious, and apparent to every person on the earth. Romans 1.20, that's recommended reading. That it even says man's without an excuse. So whether or not someone's heard about hell, we could almost say does not have an impact on whether or not they get saved. I mean, I, I, I'm emphasizing this a lot. And again, I say this, test this out, you know, with the spirit of discernment to see if this is... I just want to present this because it's a... Hell is one of the biggest objections that people have. I want no emphasis on me at all, but I had a vision of hell and of the enemy when God called me into ministry. And so I've been wanting to work this out in, in what some people call apologetics, but it's really just presenting the gospel. And, and, but, and at this time, the conclusion I've come to is, let me repeat, whether or not someone hears about hell may have no impact on whether or not they get saved. And we could even go further and say even if someone rose from the dead from hell and went to them and told them, it that may not have an impact on whether or not they get saved. So, this is quite fascinating. Um, a man of God teaches that if someone just gets saved to avoid hell, that's not really salvation. Salvation is a face-to-face -face encounter with Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, if I would add to that, if someone hears about heaven and hell and they come to Jesus Christ, well, at least that's better than nothing. But, this is a man of God has been in ministry 50 years, and if he says it, I would tend to agree with him. Okay, so you know we can present hell and all this, but it's if somebody, well, anything can happen when the Holy Spirit convicts people, right? And and then so we don't want to limit him or or. But, but the reason I mention this is, you know, the, the, the whole dilemma of people that wonder, well, and, and, and they object and say, well, think of all the people 
in the world who never hear the gospel, never hear about hell, never hear, you know, and, and, and they, they would object and say, and you're saying that if they don't know the only true God and Jesus Christ, that they're, if they die and they don't know, well, they haven't heard the gospel, but they haven't given their life directly to God, you're saying that they end up in hell. That's an objection, definitely. We know that that's a big objection, but it very well could be that that someone can hear the entire full gospel, including the spirit realm, heaven and hell, angels, all these wonderful things. Uh, hell is not wonderful, but all these revelations and all these how God offers to fellowship. Now here's the answer. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. That's how people get saved. Amen. That's, that's a... Jesus said it's the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. We can present... If the Gospel is presented and it's just without the anointing, it's going to have no impact. And that's also how we as believers walk with Him, know Him, and do all the things He wants us to do. It's through the anointing. Amen. The anointing solves everything. Someone doesn't have to know that it's called the anointing. It's God Almighty. It's one person having a relationship with Him and just going, just being diligent and persistent and saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find Him this, this higher power, I'm going to go directly to Him. If they do that, they'll find. As a woman of God once said, truth will come into their spirit person. They will find God, the Lord. They don't even have to hear about that it's Jesus Christ. They will find Him. That's, and then now, okay, I know I've mentioned this, but it's the same thing with those who hear the Gospel. That's something wonderful. That It's the same thing. Sometimes in the modern world, we do everything else and everyone, you know, we, we go, to, go to the Bible, we go to church, we go to all these things. Well, it's still, it's only going directly to Him every day. That's the greatest privilege that He's... All, for a human being is going to Him directly every day, not even to any of those other things. Amen, amen. So that that's... I just want to encourage you thank you for listening today, for following this podcast and our ministry. Please go to our website, wonderreality.org. Most of our websites are on the homepage. And a lot of exciting things happening we've because of we have more than 50 websites we got a new hosting plan we've got um, people from more than 100 countries have visited these sites and we've done absolutely no promotion or marketing of the sites in any way other than mentioning a few of them in, in this podcast in the notes only two of the websites mention the ministry that's done the site as far as i know it's the rest it's just the content and so great things are happening this is kind of like an experiment 
because we're not pushing anything that we do. Like any, we've got about seven platforms where that we proclaim the gospel. And literally, as I'm thinking, we have done literally no promotion or marketing of any any of our content or any none. Now, if you look at the our books and videos, are not getting much. You know, there are people finding them, and we don't. We're not able to see the stats of the people who read the books that are on our website. But we can see the stats for the books that are on Amazon, and also, um, you know, we can see stats for our websites, for the podcast, and so forth. Our videos on YouTube have not gotten many views. I wish that they would get more. We have a channel on YouTube, more than 40 videos. Most of them are short, you know, and, and but, you know, so I'm just being honest and, and really thank anyone who's following this ministry. We need your prayers, support, and prayers, partnership, and support. We need financial support, too. Um, it's expensive to have all of these um, to, to have to do this content and have these platforms. Thank you and blessings.